Good Friday, everyone. And hope you've had a good week and uh, looking forward to a uh, good weekend. Uh, making plans to be in God's house on Sunday for worship uh, somewhere, uh, if you're comfortable. Uh, if not, I hope you'll try to watch online. Uh, love to have you at Poplar Grove, either in person or online, but uh, somewhere uh, to be part of a, uh, a worship service this weekend. And so I hope you're thinking that way. In the meantime, we'll continue uh, our way through the book of Psalms. I think you're uh, going to enjoy uh, the 37th Psalm. Enjoy uh, may not be the right word. I think it uh, will be uh, especially appropriate uh, for us uh, as we uh, look at it. So if you want to uh, grab your uh, grab your Bible and look there, um, you're going to uh, so we're going to look at this psalm, and this psalm is one uh, of three uh, throughout the book that uh, was particularly uh, address this issue, and it, uh, we have it right in the very first verse, uh, if you look there, uh, of what this uh, what this psalm uh, is uh, all uh, about. Uh, Fret not thyself because of evildoers. Uh, fret not thyself because of evildoers. Don't worry uh, about evil doers. This psalm uh, is going to address the question uh, that uh, believers um, have asked um, throughout history, and that is, why does it seem like the righteous suffer uh, while the wicked prosper? Uh, and that's a legitimate question. I, I think it's, um, you know, you uh, one that uh, I think deserves some uh, attention. I don't think we should feel guilty for uh, for asking that question. You look around and it does seem to be um, kind of a, a common occurrence uh, to see, uh, again, the wicked prosper while the righteous um, suffer. Uh, David wrote this psalm uh, later uh, in uh, his life uh, when uh, he was an older man, I think, uh, which gave him some um, perspective, gave him uh, authority uh, to write uh, this uh, this psalm, and uh, David certainly, in, in many ways, uh, could uh, could identify. He had lived uh, this very issue. Uh, certainly, there had been many good times in David's life um, when he uh, was able to, to defeat Goliath, but uh, there also uh, had been many. Uh, difficult times in David's life, uh, sometimes of his own making, uh, but um, David certainly could uh, identify uh, this uh, with this psalm. Uh, some people believe that uh, that this these next four psalms that we're going to be looking at uh, were written at a time when David uh, was having some uh, some health issues, and so um, he was uh, trying to, uh, to to wrestle through some of them. Um, it's hard to uh, really tell. Uh, this psalm, uh, like a lot of psalms, and we don't really uh, see it so much in the English, but we've talked about this before, uh, this psalm is uh, an acrostic in the Hebrew. Uh, in other words, um, each verse uh, 
um, begins with the next letter in the Hebrew alphabet. Uh, if, if it was done that way in English, for example, the first verse would begin with A, the second verse would be, the third verse was C, uh, and so uh, it uh, does... Um, uh, in the Hebrew language, if you were, you know, reading it uh, in the Hebrew, uh, it would uh, you would see that uh, that it is written uh, in uh, in that way. Um, this verse, this psalm, is uh, a lot like uh, the Book of Proverbs. Uh, it is uh, kind of uh, a, a passage of wisdom uh, that uh, that David uh, shares with us. Um, some uh, John Phillips, he believes that when David wrote this book. He was probably, when he wrote this psalm, he was probably reading the book of Job, uh, which uh, would uh, certainly uh, seem uh, uh, appropriate. Uh, and again, this psalm, uh, as I, I think you probably already can figure out, is somewhat of a continuation of verse thir uh, of the 36th Psalm, uh, which talked about how to live uh, in a world filled with wickedness, uh, how, how, how the believer should rise above it. Uh, this Psalm certainly follows that uh, train of thought. Uh, now explaining to us and dealing with us, um, you know, I think the question, natural flow, uh, 36 says this is how you live uh, while in a wicked world. Well, uh, that raises the question, why is the world wicked? Uh, and uh, what do we do about it? Why does uh, this, uh, why do these um, problems happen to the righteous people? Uh, and so David is writing this psalm. We're going to get into it here. Uh, David is writing this psalm to comfort um, the believer, uh, to encourage them uh, in, uh, in a time uh, how we respond uh, to uh, the issue of, of wickedness and, and evil. Uh, he wants to assure us that even though uh, it appears uh, things are out of balance, that God is still on the throne, that God is still righteous, um, and that his judgments, his promises um, will all uh, eventually uh, come uh, to pass and that we can uh, trust God. Again, uh, it's very easy to understand how somebody could, uh, their confidence uh, in God could be undermined, uh, again, by seeing the, the righteous suffer while the wicked uh, prosper. Uh, and just to, uh, I guess, get ahead of myself a little bit, very simply what David's going to teach us is, uh, again, that we trust God, uh, that we continue to live uh, for the Lord, we continue to live uh, righteously, and don't worry about the wicked. Um, they will get their reward uh, just like uh, you will, uh, and we will. We just have to trust the Lord uh, to do uh, what is right. Um, and before we get into the psalm, let me just give you one one phrase, and it's not original to me. I don't know who said it first, uh, but uh, so when you're thinking about this issue of why do the uh, wicked seem to prosper while the righteous suffer, always remember this: that this world is as good as it will ever get for a lost man. This world is as bad as it will ever be for a Christian. Uh, and so we have a promise of, uh, of a greater, uh, greater hope uh, as believers. And so let's dig into this psalm uh, with that uh, kind of understanding of how, uh, it, uh, how, it, um, how it's written, what its purpose is. Uh, again, that first verse, fret not thyself, 
because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity, for thou they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither uh, as the green herb. Uh, and so that statement is pretty clear. Uh, there's three times as you go through uh, this psalm, we're going to see uh, three different times that God says to us, don't worry uh, about the wicked. Uh, don't worry about the ungodly. Um, you know, that we shouldn't get upset uh, about that. Uh, he says that soon enough, they'll be cut down, uh, like grass. Uh, they, uh, they, uh, they will, uh, wither, um, as the green herb. Uh, and so he's saying, um, that, uh, he's telling us not to fret ourselves. Uh, the word fret, uh, means burn. In other words, don't, um, the, the word usually means burn with anger. Don't get angry uh, because of uh, the evildoers. Don't brood about it is another uh, word that uh, old word that we use a lot of times uh, because uh, of uh, of evildoers that we uh, we don't allow it to uh, rob us of uh, of our joy. Don't allow it to rob us of uh, our our peace. Uh, let God deal uh, with uh, the um, with the uh, evildoer, and uh, we just continue to serve Him. Uh, and do what we are supposed to do. Uh, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass. He says that the, the, the day is coming. Uh, rest assured that, that the wickedness uh, won't go on indefinitely. Eventually, uh, it will be judged. Uh, eventually, it will be punished. It will uh, be ended. And just as David's enemies uh, were eventually uh, cut down, our enemies, those who go against God, uh, he says they will. And I like that image because he says uh, they'll be cut down like grass. Um, well, grass is a pretty, uh, you know, it, it'll, it'll be green for a few months a year, but generally uh, grass is pretty, pretty quickly withered and brown. Um, and so he says it, it, it's uh, in his imagery. It's not going to take long. Uh, it may seem long to us, uh, but um, God says to us that, uh, that that wickedness will finally uh, be judged. So don't let it uh, worry us. Don't brood over it that we continue uh, to serve him. And he tells us then what we should do. Uh, you know, I hear people say, uh, you know, I've heard people say when they quit smoking, they quit one habit, they picked up another, they started eating and gaining weight. Well, if you're not going to brood over the wicked, what are you supposed to do? Trust in the Lord and do good. So shall thou dwell in the land and verily thou shalt be fed. Uh, and so instead of brooding, fretting uh, over the evildoers, we simply place our confidence uh, in the Lord. We trust him. We, um, that, that he's going to deal with things that, um, that he's in, in control, uh, trust him and do good. Don't allow the evildoers, um, to, to distract us or draw us, uh, off, uh, off course. Uh, I think many times, um, believers are sometimes, uh, tempted, um, to, because they see the wicked prosper, they think, well, I might as well do what I want to do. It seems like it always, I've heard people say that, you probably have too. Uh, well, they get away with it, I might as well do what I want to do. Uh, and so we continue uh, to trust in the Lord and dwell in the land and be fed. Uh, 
Um, and so he tells us we'll be taken care of. Um, we just have to continue uh, to serve the Lord. Delight thyself in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of the heart. Uh, again, as I said just a few minutes ago, we don't allow the wicked uh, to rob us of our joy, to take our, uh, our peace from us. Instead of uh, fretting, he says, delight. Um, and so uh, we, we replace that again when, you know, it's easy. I know, to, I, 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 you know, I'm not living in a bubble either. I see the news. I, I see what's going on around us. Um, and, but he says, don't be troubled by those things that we make our, we, we do everything we can to place our attention uh, and delight in the Lord. You know, one of the things that, uh, you know, it's easy to sit here at this desk and, uh, and say is I know that uh, there's always something good I can focus on. God's always doing something right. Uh, there's always something good going on. So it's a matter of which I choose to look at. Uh, and, and sometimes it's harder to find uh, those good things. But he says when we do that, he says uh, he will take care of us. And that he says uh, he will give us the desires of our heart. In other words, David says, you know, he's saying that uh, his experience in his old age uh, has shown him that God always takes care of, uh, of, of his people. Uh, commit thy way unto the Lord and trust also in him and he shall bring it uh, to pass and he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light and thy judgment as the noonday. Uh, and uh, the word commit there, uh, the, the word means to roll. Um, to we, we it, it's, um, it's it's the idea of rolling a, a stone. In other words, we're we're rolling our burden uh, onto Him. We're giving Him uh, the issue, and we do that. Uh, he says, uh, "Trust in Him, and He'll bring it to pass, and He'll bring forth righteousness uh, as the light." When we commit ourselves, uh, our life to God. And our obedience to him, he says, he will defend us. He will take care of us uh, against the wrong. We put things uh, in his hands. Uh, unfortunately, many times we try to take care of the issues um, ourselves. And, and quite frankly, I don't know about you, but I will confess to usually when I do that, I make them worse. Um, and so uh, these first six verses uh, are uh, giving us some direction here on how to, uh, how to handle this world we live in, that uh, we don't allow this world um, to, to overwhelm us. You know, everywhere we look, uh, from next door in our neighborhoods, to our cities, to our counties, to our states, to our nation, to the world, you know, everywhere you look, um, there's always uh, wickedness and evil that are uh, that are, are blooming. And David gives us some very uh, simple, straightforward advice based on his uh, years of living. Um, and um, everybody listening to me today knows it's correct. Um, it's just hard to do sometimes. Um, you know, it's very difficult to, uh, to follow, but that we don't fret, we don't brood, uh, and I like that word brood. We don't fret or brood over the evildoers. We, we focus um, on the, the things of God. When we, when we fret, when we brood over the evildoers, it robs us of our joy uh, of experiencing the blessings 
uh, of God, uh, and, uh, and and so uh, that's uh, you know that that's uh, David's counsel here to us is uh, don't allow the evildoers to to rob you uh, of your joy and to hinder uh, your walk with the Lord. Uh, and so today, uh, I don't know what time you're watching this, but if you're watching it uh, at uh, 7 o'clock in the morning, I'm assuming you, you're probably getting ready to head out uh, and uh, get out and go about your day, whether it's work or whatever you're doing. And as you go, uh, you're going to come across evildoers. Uh, you're going to come across wickedness. Uh, you're going to come across uh, news stories and, and hear things of people uh, who are who are wicked uh, and yet seem to be prospering, uh, and uh, I encourage you, um, you know, be like those horses at the horse race. Uh, I've seen you know, they put those blinders on and they uh, put your focus on God, delight in Him, and don't let uh, the the evil, the wicked around us rob you uh, of your joy uh, and your peace uh, in the Lord. I hope that helps you make a have a stronger day. I hope that helps you have a, a stronger walk with the Lord today. Uh, that you don't allow the wicked, don't fret over them, don't brood over them, uh, but delight in the Lord. Have a great day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.